Yo, Minasan, it's Manga Sensei. What's going on? Today we're talking about one of the tricky things about katakana. This is actually something maybe for more uh, high advanced, high beginner, low intermediate, just because this is kind of one of those tricky things that I find kind of throws people for a little bit. So one of the most common errors that I see overall in Japanese outside of pronunciation of words, and if you were trying to learn pronouncing correctly, make sure to check out Dogen's website. Dogen is awesome. He's got a wonderful Patreon with lessons on it, is this idea of katakana or loan words or gairaigo in Japanese. Gairaigo are extremely difficult, and even today I have difficulty making sure I'm pronouncing words appropriately in the Japanese lexicon. So, for example, when I say something along the lines of, ooh, I don't know, businessman, it's not businessman, it's business, business man, instead of business. So it's all these little things that make it somewhat difficult. However, there is one thing in katakana that you cannot, that you can do, that you can't do with hiragana or with kanji, and that is make using the little e and using the little e sound. Um, in certain names, for example, if your name is um, my last name is Dinkle. Dinkle. Um, good luck trying to spell that. Um, however, the beginning sound d. If your name, for example, was DK, I have a friend named DK, this, the name D is often difficult for Japanese people to pronounce because there is no DI sound in Japanese, simply a chi or a G. Um, how this is written, however, is with the de, with te, with the ten tens, it becomes de, and then use the little I sound after it. Den, ding becomes D. So what we do there is we're simply taking off the E sound and then we're making it E. Um, and this can kind of happen all over the place with little things like the E. For example, I know a gentleman named Jeff. And if you think about it, there's no J sound in Japanese, right? There's she and there's G, but there's no E. So what we're going to do in there is we're going to take the I sound and I and E are having this strange relationship going on now. We're, we're literally taking the... Uh, the J-I, there we're putting the little tiny E sound underneath of it. And this is going to make it make a J sound. So that the person can read it, if not pronounce it correctly, they can at least know how it's pronounced. So you're going to see this all the time. Now, another kind of tricky thing that happens within katakana is where R's and L's are concerned. Like the word world. If you ever had a Japanese friend or acquaintance attempt to pronounce the word world, it is extremely difficult for them because it has a combination of three different sounds that they don't have in their own phonology. The ul sound, the ul, the hard American R, world, and, and the were. So we have all three of these sounds here that are very difficult. It's like saying level versus rebel. And so what happens is they usually take the R sound, the heart R, and turn it into a du, a du. So my last band, end of my name is ul, ul, dinkol, and there's no ul sound in Japanese, so I take, it becomes, I break that into two different sounds, e, du, di, ke, du, e, du. So like I have a friend that's name is Michael, Michael, ma, i, ke, du, ma, i, ke, du, mai. So Michael, mai, ma, i, ke, du. Michael L. So we're going to take the L and make it and we don't want to 
Japanese is strange sometimes where it takes the do sounds, but if you end things in an R, have a R sound, that's an er sound, a hard R, then you're often going to translate to a do. What I recommend doing if you're struggling with learning katakana and some of these little idiosyncrasies of the, how the language works is write down the name of every person on your friends list, a hundred of them, and then have a Japanese native person look over it and see it because they can, majority of them can read very, very well in English and see how well you're actually putting these two things together, okay? Uh, just hopefully that helps you a little bit and I will see you tomorrow. But remember, it takes 10,000 mistakes to become fluent in Japanese. So let's make some mistakes. Until tomorrow, jane.